my son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. Hey, real quick, this episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hello, hello, and welcome to the New Mindset Who Dis podcast. My name is Case Kenny at case.kenny on Instagram. And this is my weekly podcast where I create short, no BS episodes dedicated to helping you be the person you're meant to be, leave your comfort zone and live a fulfilling and purposeful life. Let's go. Welcome to episode 493. Hello, my friend. Welcome to a fresh new episode of New Mindset Who Dis. As always, thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting me. And today, something that is so, so simple, but I really like the principle of what I'm going to talk about here, what I'm going to advocate for, because it kind of underpins how backwards our thinking is in life sometimes. That is, we spend a lot of time thinking about how to show our love to other people. We think about how we can be good friends or good partners or good colleagues. We're very inclined to forgive other people, to be empathetic to other people. If you read my book, That's Bold of You, you know I talk about something called the beautiful mess effect, which describes our inclination to applaud vulnerability in other people. We love it. We want and we compliment real, raw, vulnerable, weird people, right? So we give a lot of things very freely. Love, forgiveness, compliments, applause, empathy. But then there's little old you, little old me. The beautiful mess effect also says that we applaud vulnerability in other people, but in a way, we despise it in ourselves. We love other people who are weird, raw, and vibrant, but we think we are cringy or needy or too sensitive when we're the same. We forgive other people freely, but we cling to guilt and shame in our own lives, very resistant to the idea of actually forgiving ourselves. We compliment others freely. We love others freely. We give freely, but we rarely do the same to ourselves until we reach a breaking point until we have to, right? Oof, ouch. Uh, you know, I'm not, you know, trying to disparage ourselves, but there's something uniquely hypocritical about being human. We spend so much time thinking about other people, giving to other people that we end up treating ourselves like a backup plan. 
So that's the context here. And, you know, we're not that way because we're idiots or because we deep down hate ourselves or we're, we're like masochistic or anything like that. I think we're this way because of a variety of reasons that a therapist can help you unpack imposter syndrome, self-doubt, your upbringing, some kind of pain or hurt or trauma, or because maybe we think that giving first will end up coming back to us. You know, we love them. They love us. We finally love us. It could be any number of reasons. But today, I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about something very practical for us to consider in a way so that we end up giving to ourselves first. And I'll use something specific that I read the other day to give us context, and then we'll hop into a very, very practical mindset. And the idea for this, we're just going to reframe it, is something called the magic ratio. It comes from a researcher named John Gottman. You might recognize his name. I've talked about him before. He has some really poignant research on couples and relationships and red flags and what makes a a healthy relationship and what doesn't. But he has something else that he calls the five to one ratio or the magic ratio. And it's basically what he says is the key to a healthy relationship. That is between the two people in a relationship, you have to have a ratio of five to one. You have to say five positive things to your partner for every one negative. He says that for every negative interaction, for every tough, conflict-driven conversation, a stable, healthy, happy relationship requires five positive ones. Sounds simple, right? And apparently Dr. Gottman and his team spent a lot of time coming up with this number, with this ratio. They conducted hundreds of studies apparently with couples back in the 1970s where they asked the couples to solve a conflict in their relationship in 15 minutes. And then the researchers would just observe them as they went about this resolution. And they would then tape it and watch it and then follow up with the couples nine years later. And in doing so, they were able to predict which couples would stay together and which would divorce. And apparently they got it right 90% of the time. And for Gottman, the difference between happy and unhappy couples was the balance between positive and negative interactions during conflict that there was a very specific ratio that makes love last. And that is the magic ratio, the five to one ratio. That means that for every negative interaction during conflict, a stable, happy marriage has five or more positive interactions. So that was the research. And if you know me, I'm not really one for like rules in dating, dating rules. I think it's great to be inspired by the example of other people. Of course, I think it's great to draw perspective from what works for some people, that's great. But I think to, to break compatibility or the health of a relationship down to some five to one rule seems a bit out there for me. Uh, you know, so take it or leave it. I think we can agree that certainly we need balance in a relationship. We need a balance between positive and negative and, and conflict and resolution. Yes. Five to one might work. Five to one might not work. I don't know. But I bring this up for a reason. And we're not talking about relationships in this episode. We're talking about what you can give yourself. We're talking about our tendency to not give to ourselves. And so I bring this up, the five to one ratio, because the idea here is that a strong relationship is built on the words you say to each other, how you communicate with each other, the intention behind those words, positive or negative, according to Gottman. And so I think about that premise, a strong relationship with someone else is built on the things you say to each other. And we're keenly aware of this, right? To my point, we spend a lot of time thinking about this. Great. But what about you? What about the words you say to yourself? What about a magic five to one ratio for yourself? That's the question. Really, at the end of the day with this episode, I'm literally just 
going to encourage you and me to be kind to ourselves, to speak kind words to ourselves. But I, I think it's a much needed reminder because we're not kind to ourselves. We're really not. We want to be. We strive to be. Sometimes we are. But we naturally come back to our average. And I'd say on average, we're not that kind to ourselves. We are unfairly judgmental of ourselves. We're impatient with ourselves. We guilt ourselves. We shame ourselves. We talk ourselves out of being real and vulnerable. We do these things all the while focused on being kind to other people, complimenting other people, listening to other people, being patient with other people, trying to create a five to one rule with other people, but neglecting ourselves. So I want to advocate for a five to one ratio for us for once. Five positive things for every negative one or skeptical one or, you know, conflict driven one. Obviously not a science. We're not keeping track in that sense, but we're keeping this idea in our heads. We're becoming aware of this. You know, I wish we could frankly keep track of the things we say to ourselves on a daily basis because it would be quite eye opening. We are not nice to ourselves. We're really not. I'm the guy who does this for a living all day, every day, mindfulness, writing, introspection. And I consider myself to, to some extent to be quite self-aware and and quite disciplined, but I really do kind of shit on myself all day. I'm impatient with myself. I compare myself. I shame myself. I criticize myself, not because I hate myself, but just because I'm so close to myself. It's what humans do. I don't give myself the benefit of the doubt. I don't give myself empathy. I struggle to forgive all because I'm just so close to myself. I know every detail of my life. I have every memory stored up and categorized. You're probably the same way to some extent. You give love, you give understanding, you give patience, but you very rarely save any for yourself. And so really, I think the only way to balance that equation is to make yourself balance that equation. It's to implement the five to one ratio in your own life because you decided you're worthy of it. For those who embrace the impossible, the Defender 110 is up for the adventure. This iconic vehicle has been redefined with a modern design that lets you go further and do more. The exterior is reimagined with compelling proportions and precise detailing, complemented by an interior built with integrity. The Defender capability is legendary. Whether you're facing off-road challenges or harsh weather conditions, its durability has been tested to the extreme. Powerful innovations like the intuitive driver display and award-winning infotainment system keep you connected. Innovative camera technologies deliver unobstructed views and effortless maneuvering. And robust cargo capacity means more room for your gear. Ready for a wide range of adventures, the Defender family features the two-door Defender 90, the Defender 110, and the Defender 130, which seats up to eight. To drive the Defender is to explore with greater confidence. Push what's possible with a vehicle made to go further. The Defender 110. Learn more at LandRoverUSA.com forward slash Defender. Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Quince. And I'm a pretty simple guy, a man of simple pleasures, but I do occasionally like to dress up and step out. And that's why I'm excited to work with Quince to help me elevate my style without breaking the bank. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And that's why their items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they have all the must-haves like Mongolian cashmere crew neck sweaters from $50, 100% leather jackets, and versatile flow knit activewear. Quince was kind enough to hook me up with a sick gold Cuban bracelet and a really stylish performance flow knit t-shirt. 
really my style, simple, but with a pop of luxury. And as advertised, it was very affordable. So indulge in affordable luxury, go to quince.com slash new mindset for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E.com slash new mindset to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash new mindset. That's the idea. And you can read Gottman's studies if you want, just search for it. But again, he's talking about relationships and the positive and negative words and interaction types that you can have. But the same idea applies in your own life, your inner life, in your head with the words you say to yourself, with how you treat yourself. And so Gottman pointed to a couple of specific positive ways that healthy couples interact with each other that I think we can implement in our lives. Let's use his framework. Let's take the guesswork out of it, but let's flip it. Let's apply it to ourselves. So in his observation of healthy couples, he pointed to the following list of five positive interactions that stable couples regularly use in their relationships. And we're going to apply it to ourselves first. Be interested. Be interested in yourself. Much like in a relationship, we have to listen to ourselves. We have to be interested in ourselves. We can't ignore ourselves. We can't discount our true intentions, our true feelings. We have to be curious. We have to listen. We can't dismiss ourselves. We can't say, oh, that's dumb case. That'll never work. Or what a dumb idea. Talk about something based in reality. We have to give ourselves our own ear for once to listen with openness and honesty. After all, that is how you practice mindfulness. No judgment, just listening, just patience. So that's number one. Number two, much like in a relationship, you have to express affection. And this is probably the most difficult one because this is really just self-love and self-love is a moving target, of course. But can you try? Can you try? Can you tell yourself, I love you? I know that sounds cheesy, but we have to break the seal. We have to just try it. We have to see how it feels, what it leads to, what comes next self-affection, self-affection. The more you do, the more it'll become natural, the less it'll feel awkward or cheesy. You know, affection psychologically is proven to correlate to lower stress and especially verbal affection. So just try it. I love you. Say it to yourself. See how it feels, even if it feels forced, because what comes after that solidifies the self-love. So that's number two. Number three, much like in a relationship where you you know, should show your partner that they matter to you, we have to do the same with ourselves. Demonstrate to you that you matter to you, that you're not a doormat to yourself, that you're not a backup plan to yourself. Tune in. What do you need? How do you feel? What can you give yourself? How can you treat yourself? What can you do for yourself today to make your day, your week, your month, your life a bit easier? It's the same thinking with a partner, right? How was your day? Is there anything I can do to help? I picked you up a snack on the way home. Why can't we take the same approach with ourselves? You matter, so show it. Prove it. Small things, small gestures. They really do matter and they add up. So that's number three. Number four, intentional appreciation. Similarly, in a relationship, you have to show your partner that they matter, that their presence in your life matters, that you appreciate them. You admire them. You appreciate them being there for you, supporting you, and you do the same for them. Reciprocity. But what about you? Do you appreciate yourself? Do you appreciate yourself, your health, your ability to do and to be and to act, to have freedom of choice, to be grateful? I think this one coincides with the idea of gratitude. What about yourself are you grateful for, thankful for, proud of? How can you show yourself some appreciation for the things you've overcome, the things you do well, the progress you've made, the progress you are making? That's number four. And then lastly, 
best for last. Number five, empathize and apologize. A relationship is built on empathy. Of course, it's built on your ability to put yourself in their shoes to see that maybe you are wrong, to hold yourself accountable, to apologize. Yeah, always, but empathy first. What about you? Are you showing yourself empathy? Are you actually listening to yourself? Are you putting yourself in your own shoes for once instead of other people? Big quote here that I always come back to, are you prioritizing how your life feels to you instead of how it looks to other people? That's the biggest question. And frankly, I think it's the key to finally giving yourself these things that you so freely give to other people. Empathy, your life, your feelings, no comparison, no forcing. And in the moments where you've been unfair to yourself or overly critical or just mean, can you apologize? Can you say, I'm sorry, that wasn't me. I'm sorry, I got you. Keep going. I love you. I appreciate you. Let's do better. So those are the five positive interactions that you could have with yourself that I'd encourage you very practically to consider. Can you start implementing some of these? It doesn't have to be five to one. This isn't, you know, science, but can you start? Because you've spent so much time giving and forgiving other people and offering empathy to other people. It's time you look to yourself and give to yourself. It's time you balanced that equation. Give it to yourself. I hope the idea of a five to one ratio gives you a reason, a very practical reason to do those things for you for once. That's it. Under right here. If this was helpful, I'd really encourage you actually to check out my book. That's bold of you because it is a bold thing to love yourself and it's life changing. And that's bold of you is all about tapping into a place of judgment, free self-love. So check it out. It's available for 10% off right now on Amazon, but that is it. Thank you as always for listening. Thank you for supporting me. And until next episode, I'm out. Real quick, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And you know, if you're like me, you're always wishing for more time in life, right? Like, I wish I had more time. I wish I had more time to do blank. I wish, I wish, I wish. And as much as practically having a couple more hours in a day would be cool, a bit more time to do what we love instead of jobs and responsibilities, it begs the question, what would we do with that time? Not just wishful, I want more time, but for what? What would I do with that time? What really matters to me? What brings me joy? What enhances my life instead of just filling time and space with? Well, to answer that question, I think therapy can help. Therapy can help you find what matters so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash New Mindset today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash New Mindset.